Hey, queens and kings. This is Sharana Reeves, and you are listening to these three things podcast. We are back again this week with part two of the friendship episode with Dr. Patricia and the Queen Group, D.C. Sharice, Felicia, Tammy, and Sabrina. We left off last week right before Sharice asked the question, why do we forgive our men friends quicker than we do our women friends? I think that's a great place to start. We have so much more to unpack and dissect about black women and our friendships in this episode. So let's get started. Enjoy. Versus a female that has done us wrong. Oh, that's good, Sharice. Yes. I mean, we are so guilty of that. Sharice, hmm, We just will hold a grudge. You wrong. You ain't right. You didn't. But the same man that broke us, broke our heart, crushed us, yeah. you know, stole he gets our a pass. dreams. He gets a, we could be friends again. I'm over you. Five weeks and gone by, you can be friends again. I think because for black women, especially, again, this is a podcast for women of color. So I'm only addressing our stuff, not negating anybody else's. But I think for black women, par- particularly, when we when we have girlfriends, it's almost like your girlfriend dated your ex is dating your ex. That's a girlfriend code. Like, you know, certain girlfriend codes you don't break. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a girlfriend code. And so I feel like that when a girlfriend that is somebody that you, like, not just any girl, not an associate, but a true friend, I feel like if a true friend does something to damage you, and I'm not talking about little surface stuff where y'all done got mad and cussed each other out and hung up, and then, you know, two days later y'all back cool. Mm. I'm talking about something altering bad. Significant. Significantly Mm -hmm. bad. I feel like that is even more because it's like you probably done told her some way intimate stuff. She probably knows your deepest, deepest, like maybe the stuff that you haven't even told your man yet. Mm. So I think because of the depths of the injury with your girlfriend, 
it's a little bit harder to come back from that as opposed to I think women sometimes we just I mean we just see guys as guys you know what I'm saying like guys do guy stuff but my my girlfriend ain't supposed to do me like that like a guy will go date his homeboy's girlfriend but if our girlfriend went and dated our guy like we're not even friends no more like I but I think that is a code or an expectation that we make for ourselves because actually I had a girlfriend that dated my ex-boyfriend and I didn't care. You didn't care. I didn't care. But that was a code because that wasn't an expectation that I had on my girlfriend. We were broke up. It was two years later. They saw each other. They liked each other. If she thought he was cute, I had no feelings for him. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Did yeah. she ask you about it? I don't even remember. It wasn't that significant. Mm. Um, <laughs> two years time passes is fair. I yeah. think, I mean, I'm, yeah. I, yeah. but I mean, but, but now we're going into what is the girl code and technically you can date them after two years or whatever else. And I just think we have so many rules mm-hmm. and I guess I'm considering myself a rule breaker. So I don't True. believe in any rules. I think each relationship is a relationship. We define what it is. And if you are important to me, yes, I will probably forgive you 1500 times because you are important to me and I want you in my life. Now, if there comes mm-hmm. a point that I don't want Fair. you in my life anymore and now you're doing things that go against what I believe in, then I think it might be time for me to move on. But I do believe that is probably one of the challenges why we as black women aren't, don't have that type of relationship mm. because we will cr- cross you out and say, I'm done with you because you've done something that offense mm-hmm. that I don't want to deal with anymore. Right. And so I think that if we can get again, communicate, that. get past that mm-hmm. and realize again, we all have our own baggage. Mm-hmm. We all have stuff. And I don't mean you've got to be best friends anymore, but we can still be connected, connected cordial, yeah. loving, caring, um, there for each other in spite of some of the hurt that we've had. So, Tammy, let me ask you something to that, though, because I think what you just what Sharice just asked and what you just said are both like, we got to stop and talk about that for just a second. Because I love the fact that you were totally okay with her dating that guy two years later um my first thought and when I'm asking questions I also want y'all to know this is not always how I feel I'm asking what I feel like people who email me would want me to ask in this moment who may have had this happen to them and want me to go a little deeper with that Mm -hmm. okay how close of a friend was this friend to you best friend because okay so she was a best friend that's good to know because sometimes if she's an associate and she dated my man I, my ex, I ain't tripping. But if it was my ride or die that was with me all the time, that I was telling my most intimates to and maybe talking to her about what? some of the dynamics of our relationship and she mm. ended up with him, in our minds as women sometimes, we look at that and we think, hmm, was she wanting him the whole time? When I was exactly. telling her all that that's stuff, right. was she taking all that stuff to heart? Mm. So I think that's why sometimes some women take it harder than others because maybe you share details with that friend who's now dating that guy and you mad as hell because it's like oh so I basically just spoon fed you everything this do like want to know personality penis size we could go down the list of things we might have talked about with our closest girlfriend you know so that's the reason why I'm asking the question because if she was just an associate and she ended up with somebody that I dated you know and I don't feel no way about him and I never had no conversation with him about her, her with her about him. I may not feel a way, but if it was my ride or die. So then to answer that, yes, 
it was not the hey girl this is my boyfriend introduced and then two two years later you guys are dating it was I don't we didn't talk Mm -hmm. so just to get that clear it wasn't that I think that's a different situation Mm -hmm. yeah Um, I don't think that if me and you are friends and we all have hung out with the same guy and we laughed and went to the movies and everything else, that is something totally different. I don't even think there needs to be a code. That's just out of respect. respect. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. I know you want to say something. No, I, that's commendable of Tammy too. I'm telling you. Because <laughs> that's, that's She's difficult. She's a special person. She is a special person, especially if that's <laughs> one of your best friends. Tammy's our girl guy. Yes. Wow. guy yeah. personality. <laughs> yes. She's got one that of the guy fellas. personality. Yeah. But um, I, I was on the dating scene for a while, and one of my childhood friends, her ex-husband, uh, we connected on the dating scene. And once we started reminiscing about our childhood, our neighborhood, and our friends, and I found out that that was her ex-husband, I was like, I still communicate with her. So that was challenging for me. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And she, when I talked to her later about it, she was like, well, that's your choice, but that just was like to me i i believe in that girl code so so should we make the call let's just say it was a guy that we really liked you know what i'm saying like we just connected and it was years later and it wasn't intentional and it was past all the girl talk conversation of the intimacy that we had and all this stuff it was, let's just say it's seven to seven to ten years later and we connect with our girlfriend's ex should we make the call out of friendship for friendship's sake? Because this is about a, a pot, an episode about friendship. Out of friendship's sake, should we pick up the phone and call our girlfriend and say, hey, listen, and we may not have even talked in a while. Hey, girl, I know we ain't talked in a while, but I want to ask you something because, and maybe I didn't even need to do this, but just out of the friendship that we've shared through the years, I want to ask you or just talk to you about something. I recently just met so-and-so. And I know you and him dated a while back and I really like him. You know, our vibe is good. Would this mess up our friendship if I continue on with him? Are you okay with me dating him now all these years later? I think that's commendable and respectful. I I did that. That's what I did with her. Absolutely. And I asked another girlfriend and the other girlfriend said, no, I wouldn't do that. And she said, the the girlfriend that I called out of our friendship, she said, well, if that's what you want to do. But she said, but let me tell you, you don't want to date him. So she told me some negative things. And I said, hmm, I don't know about that. So um, so she enlightened me about his personality and his behavior. So, yeah. Sharice? I think that out of respect of the friendship, and it depends on mm-hmm. the friendship, yeah, right? Then, yes. But if it's an associate or someone that you're not really close to, then it's like, why do I need to? Yeah. But I think that was her. That was her question. If it was a close friend. If it's a close friend, I think so. Because the way I try to operate friendships and a life in general is treat others the way I want to be treated. Mm -hmm. So I always try to step into another person's shoes. Like, do I want? Would I want them to communicate to me? And if the answer is yes, then I need to go and communicate to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, for me, it's going to be the measure of how good of a friend we friends we were mm-hmm. or are. If it's somebody that I talk to once every blue moon and I really like this guy and I feel like this could go somewhere and she's not really a close friend, she's more like an associate, I probably ain't calling her. 
Mm-hmm. But that would be okay yeah. with you though. If she was dating your ex and dating It would be okay. You. I don't have any exes that I would care if my friends dated. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, you know, they ain't gonna want them no way, but I'm just <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, that's why you like, go ahead, girl. Go ahead, girl. Let me but I have that girlfriend. You like, go ahead. You can have them. <laughs> let me call. Let me introduce y'all. That is <laughs> so <laughs> funny. Right. But I'm just saying, like, because I think after, I mean, we said seven to ten years. Seven to ten years is a long time. Like, people go on with their lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was somebody that I, that I cared about, like, a friendship with, and I didn't want to mess up that friendship and I knew some dynamics about that relationship, I'm going to reach out and extend a phone call. But what I'm not going to do is just pick up the phone and call some chick that I, or girlfriend or old associate that I talk to once a year maybe and or twice a year and ask her about some guy she dated seven years ago and ask her, is she okay with that? And I hope that she wouldn't expect me to because I'm not. But if it's somebody that I'm cool with and we like talk often and we've been cool for a while and we, you know, I'm going to ask her. I'm just going to run it by her. Now, what if she says, girl, uh, don't you dare date him. I was crazy about him. I may still love him. Now, she married now. She doesn't... <laughs> She's married. No, you didn't add it too Girl, much. Bye. You didn't add it too much. <laughs> no, because I'm telling you, that's stuff women it's do. Dumb. It is. It, it is. It is. But it still happens. I think there's a couple things that happen. I think each situation is going to be different. And I think we really do have to trust our heart and our gut. Mm-hmm. Because if there comes an instance and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is Cherise going to think? Then I probably should call her. Right. Mm-hmm. If yeah. that never even crossed my mind, right. then yeah. I'm not. There's, I don't think a call is required for that. So, I mean, we also, we, I think if we really trust ourselves and our character, we know when we should make a phone call. We know when we shouldn't. I agree. Okay. So when it comes to friendships, is it harder for black women sometimes to cultivate friendships? And then what do we ultimately define as a real friend? So can it be difficult for us and... What do we think constitutes a real friend? That's the question. Oops. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I don't think it's unique to black women. I think it's just unique to something that people of a certain age tend to experience, that it can just be harder to make friends when you're older. And I think part of it is if you think of, you know, your experience in college or high school, you have more time to devote to your friendships. And I think when you get older, you're juggling so many things that you don't necessarily have those same degree of time just to cultivate the relationship because you're working and you have your kids, but, you know, a lot of other things. And I think that, um, you know, when I think about my friendships that I've developed, it's because we hung out a lot and we had a lot of shared experiences. And I just don't have the same amount of time as a, you know, full grown up to do that as I did in college. Yeah, and so with that, do you feel that for your true friends, there's an understanding? Like Patricia's busy now. Like she's got she's got her son. She's got you know things going on. He's got you know football or whatever his sport he's in. You know her husband's doing this. They're going here for vacation. Like, do you feel like your true friends understand that when life is just busy? So if we don't talk to each other for a week or so, like we get on the phone and it's like, hey girl, you know, and we can because. There are friends who understand that, and then there are friends who get upset by that. Right. Yeah, for me. And, I mean, it could be more than a week. It could be months. Um, <laughs> oh but my. you can pick up right where you left off. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I have heard many stories where we give so much and we're looking to give and hoping that somebody's going to give back to us. Well, that's what friendship is at some point. But is it? It's give and take. That's what, to me? Is it give and take or is a real friendship? Um, I think about uh, Stephen Covey. Um, You got dependence or dependence, interdependence, and there's one other one I forgot. I'm forgetting. But the one is if I'm taking care of you and you take care of me, that is a dependence relationship versus an interdependent relationship is, girl, I got me. You take care of you, but together we're going to move forward and work this thing out. And why am I saying that, you guys? Because I think about as a, as a black woman, as a mom, as a friend, as a wife, as everything else, we give and we give and we give and we give. And when our time of need comes, we don't have enough to even fulfill our own self. And we get mad at our spouses, our friends, our whatever else, because they aren't there for us, but I've doggone it took care of you and took care of you. And sometimes I think that's that. And to, to answer your question, I think we do have to reevaluate a lot of our relationships. We don't know what it is or what it is not. And if it's not a healthy relationship for you, then yes, it may be something to say, okay, I've been giving or, and you've been taking and that's it. But a healthy relationship is both of us maybe not giving and taking, but I got me. Sharice, this is what's going on, girl. Da 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 da. We talk, we share what's going on. You may give some encouragement, and then we keep moving on. And you might do the exact same thing, but it's not a give and take where, oh my gosh, Sharice, give me what I need because right now I can't move forward. And I, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we can't have problems. That is not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is the connection that I think many of us are seeking many times isn't healthy. It isn't. It is. Like you're saying, I give. Like you're saying, Sabrina, I give, I give, but there is no take. But reevaluating, like you said, Sharana, red light. Before I start giving, let me look and see if you are a person that I want to give to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that, yeah. if in the end, we do end up having some relationships that we're like, you know, we might be putting up with, but it's not a relationship you should be. And that's hence, I keep going to marriages, but hence you've been in a marriage for 70 years. And you should have been out of it or shouldn't even got into it. And that's the same thing with friendships. We've got to look at it as a marriage because it's going to bind us. It's going to connect us. It's going to be some scars when you do end it or if you end it, if we don't treat it the right way. Yeah. And, and you mentioned marriage. And so with a lot of friends that I have or, or the friendships I know of, yes. but when someone's dating or entering in a new marriage, they put a lot into that. And in, mm-hmm. and uh, several, if you look at some of your friends, they've even decreased your relationship with them or pulled back in, in your relationship. And they a lot of people tend to do that in the beginning of um, a serious relationship. I don't know why, but I think they're trying to make that marriage or relationship work with their significant other. Okay, I'm going to say this, and I just totally disagree with with y'all on this right here. I'm going to disagree, and I'm going to tell you why I disagree, because I feel like, and this is is why I feel like that I'm a loner, because I feel like when when someone is your true friend, we all got lives, okay? We can all, you know, women, we say that, but we make time for everything that we want within our lives. I feel like if someone is a true friend to you, and everybody ain't a true friend. Let's just put that out there. Everybody don't get the same access to you that certain people do. But if someone is a true friend to you and you know your friend is going through something, regardless of whether that you've 
poured a lot onto them or you've they've been there for you we ain't tit for tatting that we if you real friends you ain't titting for tatting no way you doing what a friend need when a friend needs so if you're if somebody is a real friend to you and you know they're going through something girl when I put these kids in the bed and I have some conversation with my husband, I'm going to be done by 1030. Are you going to be available at 1030 so we can talk? Yeah, girl, I'll be, I'm going to be there for you yeah. because there's going to be a time right. where, you know what, I'm going you gonna, I'm gonna to need you to be there for me. And I'm gonna wanna, I'm gonna wanna feel like in that moment you gonna make time for me. Yeah. Now, does that mean that I might not be, I, I'm, I might not be exhausted at 10:30 when I'm calling her back, and I might be in my head like, oh God, like I gotta get up and go to work early in the morning. But, but what I'm not gonna do mm-hmm. is I'm not gonna let somebody who I consider a real friend be going through something alone, and I call myself your friend. That's correct. I'm not gonna make no excuses about my husband or my kids or my life or no. Yeah. If I'm your a true friend I'm making time for you and when I don't make time for you when you're going through something and I do use my family or all these other things or I can't find a window to sit down and have a conversation and I'm not talking about somebody overdoing it where they need you every night at 10:30 for two weeks I'm talking about somebody who just needs to have a conversation to unpack some things that you can't make time for that person probably isn't doesn't look at you and value your friendship maybe as you value theirs That is why I say I'm a loner, because I expect that. I expect for you to make time for me if I'm really going through something, because I'm not one of those people, A, that's always going through something, and B, expect you to do it every night. Well, I mean, I'm meeting you where you're at. You already know. I'm right there with you. We all got families. Women of a certain age, we got families, we got kids, we got careers. If you a real friend, I'm going to make time for you, period. And the thing is, is that, like I think to to your to your subject and to and to your point, people make time for what they want to make time for. Boom. Right. Point blank. Period. And I am uh, and I don't disagree with you on that at all. Yeah, I just feel she like she should have made. That's time. the mark of a true friend, and I feel like that is the reason why we don't always have what we call true friends. I'm not a needy person. As I just said, I'm a loner. Mm -hmm. But the few people that I do build and cultivate friendships with, because I have green light, yellow, I mean red light, yellow light, green light, green lit you, you know, I feel like if I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not looking for somebody to pour all my baggage on. Mm, right. You know what I'm saying? Like I know how to do. I can go to my therapist if I need that type of situation. But a friend who I can just run something over because something's happening right now. What do you think about this? Am I tripping about this? Or how should I handle this situation at work right here? Like you know, I just need to talk to somebody about mm-hmm. it. And you know, this situation happened, and this was said, and that was said. How do you think I should approach it? Like those type of moments that. You girl, you always too. I gotta wait two months, three months before we can have a conversation. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Come on, girl. No, that's not friendship to me. That's an associate. Yeah, that's correct. That's an associate. Yeah, that's she correct. Has become that. an associate. She has become an associate at this point. So I feel like for women who are listening to this, be the friend that you need. Be the friend that you need. I'm not saying you have to be that person who is, you know, always on somebody's beck and call and speed dial and stop your whole life to be there for somebody. I'm just talking about that friend who you know is a true friend to you and you know she's got a situation. Make some time in your schedule. Like you plan everything else out on that schedule Mm -hmm. for somebody who you're going to pick up the phone and call when you're going through something and you're going to want her to be there and listen to you and let you unpack it. You're listening to These Three Things Podcast, and we are talking about friendships with Dr. Patricia and the Queen Group, D.C. 
We'll be right back. If you want to find more information about this episode and my guest, go to www.these3-things.com. Go to our podcast page and click on this episode. Do you want to get ahead in your career but know that you can't afford the work of an executive coach? Visit Dr. Patricia Thompson at silverliningpsychology.com. She has a range of online courses on a variety of topics, including productivity, emotional intelligence, mindfulness, and leadership. You'll also find lots of quizzes along with helpful career tips on her blog. And of course, if you need coaching, she's got you covered. Learn more at silverliningpsychology.com. We're down to the last two questions, ladies. Are we honest with our friends? When our friends ask us things like you talking to your best girl and she's dating a guy. I'm going to give a scenario because I want to give you all something to try to, you know, consider. And you know this dude she dating is horrible. She done told you all this stuff this guy done said to her. He he done done to her. You know, she's forgiven him for it. And she asks you, should I stay with him? Should I take him back? Are you honest with your friends? Do you tell them the truth when they ask you for the truth? And I want everybody to to grab a mic and answer on that one. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do. I think that's only fair. Um, and if they ask, they don't ask. No, but if they ask, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would say it's a, that's a, a a weave. That's a, that's very, you gotta be very careful in that because I've had many girlfriends say, well, what do you think? And they don't care what you think. And so what I've learned to do is to really find out where they are. And if they are even looking to leave, because I can tell you to leave, but now in the back of your mind, oh, she ain't like, she ain't like him anyway. I mean, whatever else it is. And so I usually just find out where they are, begin to ask questions. And then what do you think? What do you think you should do? You just told me he cheated on you. He lied to you. He's at his girlfriend's Becky house right now and (laughs) whatever else. What do you think you should do? And then when she says, whatever she says, then that's what you should probably do. I would, if it was me, you talk her through it. Yeah. I would. And then I would, you know, if it was me, I would do this, but that's what I would do. You've got to decide what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with Tammy. I usually talk my friends through it and ask, what do you want to do? But I also will provide suggestions and and remind them, well, remember you shared this with me or that happened. Mm -hmm. You caught him cheating. He stole from you. So is this something you want to get back into? But I never make the decisions for my friends. Yeah. Sabrina? (laughs) All of that, what they said. All of that. I mean, every piece from Sharice, from Felicia, and from Tammy. I echo all of that and underline it twice with big letters. Okay. And then I have an exclamation point at the end. (laughs) I probably put two of those there as well. Okay, just for clarity's sake. But no, seriously, I mean, you have, if you are truly a friend, 
if you're truly a friend, you got to put yourself in their shoes. Wouldn't you want somebody to give you a warning to help you and walk you through that? And probably, maybe not, because you're so full in it. Because a lot of times, people are so sprung, they can't even see it because they're so full in it. Mm -hmm. But you, as an objective person outside looking in, you owe it to your friend to warn them and make sure you, that they avoid future hardship or heartbreak or heartache. It's a lot on us to have to endure that. So if we can spare them that, why not? But I will say that I, I demand, if you my girl, mm. tell my ass the truth. Amen. If you love me, tell me the truth. Okay. If you know it's going to hurt my feelings, tell mm -hmm. me the truth. Absolutely. Whether I ask it to you or whether you know I need to hear it. Mm -hmm. Because I compare, like I told y'all earlier, friendships, true friendships. And as I said earlier, everybody don't have access to be true friend when it comes to me. But if we are true friends, I expect the truth from you. And I'm going to tell you why. Because God, God is about truth. Mm -hmm. God loves us so much that he says that the truth sets us free. Oh, yeah. If I'm really a friend to somebody I know she's going to be mad at me when I tell her this. And I'm going to have to try to find a way to say it as nice to her as I can so she can digest it in the right time and the right atmosphere. Right. But I got to tell her this. And, and every, I think everything is still in perspective. Yeah. Because, yes, if I had a friend that was blatantly doing something that was harming not just her, but a whole entire family, then, yes, I am going to be honest, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know that that's not right. However, if I have a friend that's in a relationship and it's a, the, the significant other is cheating or doing something else and she's not ready to face it, there is nothing that I can or cannot do, whether I'm asking the questions or whatever else, and by me calling her or saying the things that I'm saying to her mm. kind of puts her on a defensive armor mm. where now that if she does need to come and talk to me, she will not. And that's the thing about me when I tell you the truth. I'm not telling you the truth because I'm expecting you to do what I just said, you, what I thought that you should do, or I'm calling out what I feel like that's that you correct. need to know the truth about. Girl, I'm going to love you regardless, but we're going to talk about this truth here for a second, and then you carry on do what you're going to do, and I'm still going to love you. And if you ask me about it later, or if I feel like I should say something to you about it, I'm going to say it, but I don't respect, I don't, I don't have an expectation on you in that moment to do anything other than to receive the truth because I want the same thing in return. I want you to tell me, Sharana, you know what? You sitting here mad about this, but you brought that on yourself. Mm -hmm. Look, when you did that, that, and that, what did you think was going to happen? And I might not want to hear it in a moment, but I'd be like, dang, girl, you right. You and then right? you could always say, do what you want. But this exactly. Is, that's what I usually do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Do, do it. what you want. And they do. And you know, and you know just but like what I Tammy just do. said, to Tammy's point, <laughs> you know your friend going to do what she want to do anyway. Yeah, do but I'm going to tell you the truth. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you the truth, but girl. But you know, what I would say, too, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, that's the value of a true friendship. Mm -hmm. We should all have that one person that we give that type of access to. Right. And count it a blessing if we can have someone that will call us out. Because a lot of times, we can't see the picture when we're in the frame yeah. That's so if we could have that one girlfriend that we say i give you permission and i've ha i have one friend and i say i give you permission if you see me doing something crazy i will receive it from you in love but everybody can't can't give hold that love. mantle mm -hmm. no that's great. i agree 
Because in order for that person to be able to tell you that, you have to have known that the character of that person genuinely loves you, has mm-hmm. done right by you, yeah. and has consistently shown that over and over again mm-hmm. that, you know what, well, she got my back. Like, yeah. that's my right. girl. It can't be somebody that you feeling like is jealous of you right. or wants your life See? or, uh, <laughs> you know, is your envious man. of or you or, talk ab- or talking about you behind your back and other right. people telling you what mm-hmm. she's saying. You know, it can't be that friend. It's got to be the consistent, the steady, the show up when you need her. That you know, when she telling you the truth, you know, dang, she telling me, she just read me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She just read me. You can take that. Yeah. So we, so I, you know, I want to, I want to leave this before we move on to the last subject. Is that all of us black women, we need that one sister that's gonna tell us the truth. That we can get mad at her <laughs> for telling us the truth if we want to but they need to read our behinds because what we don't need in our life is a lot of people running around here telling us what we want to hear. Sitting here knowing good and well you need to leave that boy, let that man or man boy or whatever it is alone <laughs> or, you know, um, whatever situation it is. Stop creating that. Stop going out here and buying these Gucci and Fendi bags when you sitting up here knowing your credit score on 420, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying, yeah. like, you know, that's going to tell you the truth. That? doing that you know exactly i was like it's 420 (laughs) 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 that's gonna tell you sis what are you doing like you just told me you was trying to buy a house and you don't want to buy a fendi bag and you're trying to get your credit score good like Uh what you know stick to the game plan what was the game plan somebody's gonna hold you accountable you gotta have that friend and you can't be mad and i just want to ask the question and i want to just put it out here on the airwaves for sisters to give some consideration to who do you let tell you the truth? If you can't think of one friend in your friend group that you don't get mad at, that you are willing to cancel as a friend for telling you the truth, why is that? Why can nobody in your circle tell you the truth? Ouch. That's good. That's true. That's they can true. tell me the truth. I don't have a problem with it. I don't either, Sabrina, but... Why can nobody in your friend circle tell you the truth? But I think that I think that's a good question because you have to all we have to make sure that we can receive it. Right. Right. Because the truth may hurt. It's not going to feel good. Um, And so a lot of times in relationships, we don't feel like we can because you can't handle the truth. So the question is, can you handle the truth? people but I also think and it's going to go back to as a friend we also have to know how to deliver yes mm. uh, yes because the approach, the approach. Yes, the right. approach. that is so very important and key and so if I do know as a friend like with you Sharana I know that I'm just give it to you straight raw straight to the point you can deal with it and yeah. so forth yeah. But I may have to talk with Sharice a different way mm-hmm. in order for her to receive it. And I think that's the bigger part of it. Um, and when you do have that friendship, and it may be a couple of different people. I have a couple of different people that I'll share different things with that will give it to me straight. Um, yeah. But they know how to for me to receive it. Yeah. I think that's yeah, such I'm a great that. point. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing is the delivery. If you give it to them with love and show that you care, I have found that my friends appreciate that more. But you also have to have a friend that is very secure and don't feel like you're jealous of them because we have those. And 
and they're the ones that we have a that have a hard time accepting the information from us. True. It's very true. It's very true. We all need somebody that can tell us the truth, but for those for those of us who are truth tellers, the people that don't mind telling you the truth, we do have to gauge how we tell it though. Yeah. You can't just run roughshod over somebody's feelings and heart. That's it. <laughs> right. yeah. You know, and call yourself a friend. Right. Yeah. Because that's that's a thing too. You know. So I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. We're very gingerly. Depending, because like Tammy said, and you know, if you're talking to me, just go and tell me. Raw and uncut. Because I'm probably already knowing <laughs> anyway. I'm just gonna sit there and be like, Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh-huh. Okay. Last question. Um, and let me just say this, by the way, we are in Bowie, Maryland, and my friend Tammy Watson, used to be Tammy Beckley, for all of our Fresno State people who might be listening, y'all know T. Beck, we in the building, anyway, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fresno, do it, <laughs> that's it, I that's took it, it way back with that day, come on, Fresno, do um, it, Listen here, look, look, okay. just ready. I'm Sabrina ready. is ready at any time to at get crunk. Notice, <laughs> call your girl. <laughs> we are ready. Okay, last question. I want, and this is this is this is to the Queen Group DC, and this is to all of the listeners. And this is what I wrote down: to consider how friendly we are to Black women that we don't know, and consider how much we go through as Black women and ask ourselves, what can we do to make that better? Because we laughing and we kicking and we talking about subjects and today on this episode of These Three Things, we're talking about friendships, black women and our friendships and all the different dynamics and expectations with white women and men and our exes and each other. But when we're just specifically talking about black women that we don't even know, like when we walk past another black woman or when we just see each other in general, whether it be at the hair salon or in the grocery store or, you know, in the workplace with, uh, you know, if we, we, we work in a large building and we don't know that sister, like what can we do to be better at that? Just being friendly. Because I feel like a lot of times, like we don't even look at each other. We don't even acknowledge each other. And I said this in the very first episode of these three things that has always bothered me. Mm-hmm. That's always bothered me. And I know, I mean, maybe I, you know, like Sharana, you want some world that just doesn't exist where everybody's kumbaya. I don't want kumbaya, but I do feel like as black women, and the reason why I've, I've created this question is because as black women, we know how hard life is for us at times. We talk, we, you know, right now we're hearing that, that uh, Malcolm X, black women are the most unprotected, disrespected neglected woman on the planet we just saw Breonna Taylor's life be less than a a, 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 a drywall you know so we already know what it's like for us as black women and how hard things are for us sometimes we already you know know in the workplace how most of the time we're working we're doing double to get what you know our counterparts have we don't get paid the same that they get paid. You know, a lot of times we're raising our kids alone, most in many cases without child support. You know, we could go down the list of things that black women deal with. And I guess the reason why I want 
something spoken to that is, is that, and we don't even realize or acknowledge how unfriendly we are to each other most of the time. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, as I hear you kind of talking about the landscape of what it's like to be a black woman, one of the things that came to mind is that I think a lot of us are walking around with a lot of armor and protection that has come through necessity. And so I think that when we come across other people, we might be carrying that armor with us. And I think in terms of building relationships, whether it's friendship or romantic or whatever, you have to be aware of the energy that you're bringing with you. And if the energy that you're giving off is one of self-protection or kind of, you know, energetically stiff arming someone, um, they're going to feel that. And so I think that it's really important to start with yourself and think about, you know, do I have attitudes or beliefs that are preventing me from being friendly to other people? Um, because, you know, you don't want to be stereotyped. So is it reasonable for you to be stereotyping other people and expecting certain behaviors from them or not? And I, I kind of feel like each person's an individual. And so just like I talked about taking the first step in terms of um, repairing a relationship, I think taking the first step in terms of being friendly is important too. And um, just recognizing that everybody might not uh, be open to that, but that's okay. I, th I think it's kind of like, what kind of person do I want to be? And how do I want to show up and engage in the world? And I think this idea of not having expectations is important. But I have found that when I show up in a way that's friendly and positive to other people, I usually get that back. And if I don't, I don't necessarily personalize it. I just kind of decide, well, that's what that person is like. But I think that if you don't do that, you're going to really decrease the odds that people are going to be friendly to you. Um, and so you really, I think, each of us, if we just set an intention to take the lead and to smile when we see other black women or ask them how they're doing, that kind of thing, um, we'll be able to change how we engage with one another. Yeah, and that's that's the goal. That's one of the things uh, reasons why, to me, these three things was created is because sometimes I think we're just walking around with our armor on and not realizing that or not considering how we are engaging with each other because our armor is just on. And I don't think as black people, and maybe we can because I hear you when you say that we all are individuals, but I don't think we as black people can afford to not show friendliness and kindness toward each other. I'm not talking about trying to make everybody your best friend. I'm just talking about a little measure of kindness here, a little hello there, a little eye contact and just nod your head mm -hmm. with a pleasant smile to a sister because we don't, we're not getting that from the other side. So where is, where is our, where is our circle going to be? Where is our support going to come from? If it ain't coming from us, mm. how are we going to carry and, and continue on in this country? If we aren't just acknowledging that I need to just Hey, sis, how you doing? Keep going. A little little nod at you to give you some encouragement because I know you. if you got sons, you worried about your son That's getting pulled exactly over right. like I'm worried about mine. And I love it because we, I, uh, my husband and I call that that universal nod. Yeah. A at mm -hmm. least that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That universal nod. We all know what that means. Yeah. You know? And that's a cultural thing. That's what I was going to say. That's a cultural mm -hmm. thing. 
right before we took a break, I was talking to Sabrina, and we were talking about it's also a cultural thing. Like we were talking about down south, how black women are so much more friendly, friendlier. Um, they'll speak without a problem here. And, and she mentioned New Jersey. You look at somebody the wrong way, and they're looking at you like, why are you looking at me? So I think for us, it's okay to speak. It's okay to compliment another sister about her hair, about her looks, or just her personality or anything. Well, have a conversation. There's nothing wrong with that, and we should be able to have eye contact with another um, sister, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, and I think that's one of our problems. I know here, when I'm in Baltimore City, I might go to the gas station, and I'll go to look at someone, and they'll turn their head, and I was just going to speak, so I think we just got to have to be friendly and comfortable knowing that we can, we can compliment each other, we can speak to each other, and there's no judgment. Well said. I agree with Felicia. Um, I think about, because my dad's from the South. And so the funny thing is, he speaks to everybody. Somebody goes by, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? And mm -hmm. so I've come to mimic that. One, because I remember when someone shared with me, you know, your dad is just has such an amazing energy about him. And I want that energy. And so when I'm running or whatever else, I'm dying and tired. But if I pass somebody, I'm like, at least, hey. How you doing? How you doing? Um, if I can compliment somebody, I do that just because you never know what that one thing will do for somebody. Mm -hmm. um, and I always yes. go back to the one time when it was just, I think, I can't remember what it was. It was, a, it was a birthday and it was just a very bad birthday or whatever else. And somebody sent me something, just said, hey, hadn't sent me something in years. Yeah. But just said, hey, whatever else, and sent me something for my birthday. And it was the biggest the best. I mean, I remember that one thing. Yeah. And so I say that because if we can go out at least once a day and just say, who am I going to make their life better? And it could just be just saying, hey, Sabrina, I love that shirt you have on. Girl, have an amazing you. day. Yeah. That that you guys will become contagious. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. how we can make a huge mm -hmm. difference. Mm -hmm. And just can I just jump in before Sabrina goes real quick? And let's just think about that black women. What Tammy just said, if we could do that for each other on a daily basis, just if we just pick one sister, if each one of us just picked one sister a day that said, you know what, I'm going to compliment her. I'm going to make sure that sister walk away feeling good about herself. You guys, what would that do for us? Think about that. How uplifting would that be for mm -hmm. us? Mm -hmm. Just that one little thing. Sabrina, what you got? Well, shoot, I was going to defer to Sharice because it looked like she was primed and ready for action. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Sharice? <laughs> she always has something wonderful well, to well, pontificate. Well. No, what, so I, I do have this quote on my wall that says, um, we must be the change that we 
want to be in the world. That's exactly yeah. what I'll see. <laughs> you and me. Those are Leos. That's the Leos. Oh, I was I like just Leos. about to say that. I do that. like, I, I have great relationships with Leos. Oh my goodness, girl. Yes. yes. What she so, said. So definitely. that's it. We have to be the change. Yeah. And so we, we have, have to stop looking outside of us. If yep. we're going to be better, then we have to be better. And do it. And do it. That's it. That's like it. it. And it starts with us. Yeah. The man in the mirror. Right. Or the, li- the lady in the mirror. Yeah. Yep. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm talking about that woman in the mirror. <laughs> that is, there it is. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. I, I mean, and really, at the, at the, at the, really at the end of the day, that's what the Lord would want. Yeah. I mean, let's just yeah. talk about what the Lord would want. What that's what He would love. have mm-hmm. for us to be. Greatest, greatest of these things is what love. love. So we have to yeah. show love, people. That's what the Lord would want. And who who you who you who are you serving? Black women. Let's show love. This is Sharana Reeves, and you've been listening to Dr. Patricia and the Queen Group DC. Sharice, Felicia, Tammy, and Sabrina. We'll be right back with these three things. For almost a century, Scarrett Bennett Center's historic Gothic campus has been a choice location for dream weddings in Nashville. Consistently rated one of Music City's best places to get married by The Knot, Wedding Wire, and Toast of Nashville, Scarrett Bennett Center offers three timeless venues for your wedding, a 20-person elopement chapel, a 300-person wedding chapel, and a breathtaking garden. From rehearsal to reception, Scarrett Bennett Center is ready to help you create the intimate, historic wedding of your dreams. Visit our website at scarrettbennett.org forward slash weddings for more information. Hey, this is Sharana Reeves. I am with Dr. Patricia and the Queen Group DC. And it's time for these three things. Number one, communicate. In our friendships, communication is essential to success. And, you know, we've all heard that. But the reality for many of us is communication is not always easy. Communication in our friendships has to be intentional, even when it's hard. Even when our friends have offended us, disappointed us, or let us down. Having true, genuine friendships is a gift. The only thing better than reminiscing on fun times and good memories with your girls is planning the next girls weekend to create new memories. Our closest friendships will require maintenance. They will require honesty. They will require support. They will require forgiveness. And occasionally, friendships require a good old girl's trip to remind ourselves that enjoying life with your crew is just as important as being wife, mom, lover, and having a career. 
So let's keep our friends close. Love each other, encourage each other, and always communicate. Number two, be friendly. Queens, when you see another sister walking past you, do you speak? Are you friendly? I often wonder when we as black women face so many obstacles and have to overcome so much, why aren't we friendlier to each other? Dr. Patricia says many times we are walking with our armor on out of necessity. And I get that we all have to armor up to prepare for whatever the day may hold. But I'd like for us to take a second and actually see that sister walking by. We may not know each other's story, but we do know that it can be tough sometimes being a black woman in America. And yet, somehow, we make it look so damn good. We shine when they didn't expect us to. We made it when they counted us out. We survived that terrible situation and then leveled up. Oh, (laughs) and we become vice presidents in a nation that once enslaved us. So when you walk past a queen, acknowledge her. In fact, go out of your way to say hello. Oftentimes, society doesn't even acknowledge us or support us. So if we don't see each other or show support, where will it come from? I challenge you to really see your sister. And when she looks back, be friendly. Number three, who going to check you, boo? Do your friends tell you the truth about you? Do you get mad when they do? Do you ask your friends to be honest with you? Do you have at least one friend that you trust to be honest with you? One who isn't jealous or envious, doesn't compete or compare with you. A friend that you know loves you and wants only the best for you and has proven that. It's easy to expect our friends to be supportive and encouraging and happy for us. But do we also expect them to tell us when we're wrong and alert us of our blind spots? You know, those things that we don't see about ourselves. If you have a friend that loves you enough to tell you the truth about you in a way that you can receive it, know that you have a friend you can trust and is true. Because we all need that one homie who going to check you, boo? That's it. It's a wrap for these three things. Friendship episode with Dr. Patricia and the Queen Group DC.
I'll see you next week for a new episode of These Three Things.